The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. Are you ready? It's your From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our PC. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave. If you like this show, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. And by the way, if you'd like your own podcast, kids, go to pod617.com, pod617.com to get started. I should be able to say it by now. It's my company for crying out loud. <laughs> we will get you started on your podcast, all the whole thing from soup to nuts, uh, intro music, outro music, the editing, posting, hosting, the whole deal. You, you can either do it here in our Westwood Mass Studios or remotely. A lot of people still doing the remote thing. Jeez, I wonder why. Yeah. Anyway, but the exciting news is I have a guest in studio today. His name is Matthew Lawler. He is the host of a somewhat new podcast called The People of Boston. So, of course, we have to have him in here. Welcome to the studio, Matthew. Dave, thanks very much for uh, having me. And it's early, as you, so I, I might stumble on my words, too, oh. as we keep moving along. But it, thanks a lot for having me in. You and me both. Matthew, you prefer Matthew or Matt? Uh, Matt's perfect. Okay. It's my brother's name, so if I forget, it's shame on me. Sorry, Matt. I, I should call. I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> anyway, so the people of Boston... Now, where'd you, come, where'd you come up with the idea? It's 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 a cool pod. And by the way, we'll say it right off the top. People of Boston, it's searchable. Search Just stick it into the Google machine, people. Listen to it on Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your pods. Right, Matt? Yes, yeah. yeah it's on um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And okay. it was the idea, I guess, kind of came from watching other people. Like, I don't know if you've seen Billy on the Street, that TV yep. show. Sure. Or just people that do street interviews. There's always the gotcha guy where they ask the questions, and then at the end they go, oh, well, someone else said that. And there's just a lot of street interview style videos, um, podcasts, uh, YouTube channels. And I thought, why not go out and talk to people on the street of Boston where I haven't seen that kind of niche been covered in Boston Mm -hmm. with people going out and talking to them. And I don't want to be the got you guy and I don't want to be the political or the way too funny or the like the New York TikTok channel where there's people being crazy. I don't want to be the crazy, funny, political, anything. I just want (laughs) to be the guy that goes out and kind of talks to people has somewhat of a full-length conversation mm-hmm. and um gets to let people express their thoughts on certain certain topics yeah jimmy kimmel does a man he's done a bunch of man on the street things like a lot of the the late night guys do but he does one called oh i forget what it's called but it's called like uh, fake casting or faking the news or something they go up to people they ask a question and in, embedded in the question is something that's not true. So they'll yeah. say, you know, how did you feel about Donald Trump winning an Oscar for Best Actor? And, exactly, yeah. And then gets the people to – and then because people are, I guess, so self-conscious or, or what, insecure, they go along with it. It always makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, I sometimes I've seen those, and they say – ask such ridiculous ridiculous things, and then they'll then ask, when did you hear that? And they'll say, this morning I heard it. Right. And they'll continue along with the lie uh, with something that wasn't ever said. Mm. It's, it's funny to see that. And I think – 
So to, to that point, when I first started going out and interviewing people on the street, I was nervous myself. I was, I was kind of talking myself up, up in my head going, take it, it's okay, it's all right. And what I found the more I talked to people was they were more nervous than I was because here's some strange guy that I don't know with a microphone in his hand asking me a question and asking to stop. And then they become more nervous than I ever was, which I guess was kind of comforting for me at first. But you're, these people that I talk to are definitely thrown off guard. I mean, they're either going to work, coming from work, trying to catch an appointment, whatever it may be. And now you got some guy with a microphone and a camera in your face. And then it's like, whoa, what, what is this? This is not normal. Yeah, um, you, you interviewed a guy who came up here from Atlanta and is an entrepreneur and has his own brand. And yes, so, Dean. Dean. Dean is, was the guy's name. And... I felt bad for him because you were trying to tell, you were asking him simple question. What's the business about? What are you selling? And he's selling apparel, right? But, yep. but he was, he couldn't explain why his was different than anybody else. And he goes, he goes, sorry, I wasn't prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. And bad for him. I know. And I guess maybe he didn't have his elevator pitch he exactly fine tuned. Um, but yeah. maybe that will then he'll walk away from that and go, yeah. I got to get this ready to go. Yeah. And I left that in also just to show that it is very like raw and it's yeah. right. It's these people are thrown off guard just as much as I am when they answer the questions, and I have to respond. And there's been times when I have to take a second and get stumped if they throw something at me, where I have to then respond. It's it's a back and forth where it's all happening right, you know, there. So I, I decided to leave stuff like that in just to show that this is you know happening right in the moment. Anything unexpected happened so far? So far, I think the most unexpected thing was. I don't know if you've heard the clip, the Uncle Ben. Yeah, that's what I was going to actually ask you about. I did hear Uncle Ben, and it was one of the more bizarre things I've ever heard. So yeah, yeah. tell us what happened with that. Yeah, so I, what what usually happens is I I'm, I get denied way more than I get people to come over. I mean, that's right. just the name of the game, and I'm also used to it in dating life and whatnot, too. So it's fine. <laughs> but um, hey, Leave the jokes to me, Matt. <laughs> right, so it, there's uh, what I usually start off with is I... <laughs> I kind of wave people over and I go, I, I have a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And, and they have to usually take their headphone out, what, whatever it may right. be. And then I, once I finally get their attention, they come over. Uncle Ben came over immediately. Mm. I didn't even have to tell him what I was doing. And he put, he had bags in his hands. He put his bags down. And for some context, too, he reeked of alcohol. So I think that okay. I maybe got him on a bad day. But, um, <laughs> or a good day, depending I'm, on how you look at it. Well, I'm wondering if it's a typical day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't even really say anything besides... I have a podcast, and then he just started talking and talking. And he was looking at me right in the eyes like we are now, and it was he was saying the things that he was saying as if it was pure fact. Like if I was saying what he was saying, I would have to laugh at some point because yep. he was going on about – I asked him what he's doing in Boston. He goes, Benjamin Franklin's Bucket Brigade, Escape from Alcatraz, just starts – Left, right, left field, right field, going on and off. It was, it was the weirdest stream. It was kind of interesting stream of consciousness. It was, it was like you opened up somebody's brain and just dumped all the ideas right on the ground and, and without connecting them whatsoever. He was, yeah. he was just rambling. And now, as a podcaster, I'm thinking, well, I hope Matt clarifies because, because one thing I hate is when a podcast host or any interview host lets the guest say something that needs explanation and you don't come back on it like the, mm -hmm. the guy says well we all know what the greatest song ever recorded is and then keeps talking it's like well now wait a minute we don't all agree on that tell us what you think it is exactly this one i don't know if you could have uh, you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt bad for you because I, I did, it was like what do you do 
it's the ramblings of a madman. Although he seemed nice. He seemed pleasant. He was really nice. And yeah. afterwards, too, I said, we're all good here. And he stuck around and we, we, we kept chatting like a little bit, you mm. know, how you know, what he kept talking. He was skateboarding. He had skateboards in his hand. I don't I, no, yeah. None of it made sense. Uh, and this was <laughs> one. He, that, you think he actually was a skateboarder, though? Did he actually use those skateboards? Or I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, he was probably 300 pounds. OK. And yeah, he. <laughs> He lives. He lives on the skateboard. Or yeah, something. He sleeps on the skateboard. Well, I mean, that slice of life kind of. Th- he seems like he was a little deranged, but I take it that this this sort of tapestry of Boston people is is what you're looking for. It reminds me a little bit of the. You ever see the film Talk Radio with Eric Bogosian? No, no, I haven't. Okay, well that's homework for you, Matt. <laughs> it's the sort of quasi-fictional tale it's kind of based on a true story of a just a shock radio host in eh, i forget what city was he in was in la or new york that eh, doesn't matter anyway he was took calls and the calls he took were they could be it could be a finance guy and then the next one could be a homeless person and yeah. you could tell and he tried to give advice but he was like a shock jock he was he was kind of howard stern even like tougher and that's it, and it became an enter, it's an entertaining movie and you would think an entertaining radio show because of that the random nature of it. Mm-hmm. So I I take it you celebrate that rather than reject it. Yeah, I mean I, I like you said that I want to I want this to be entertaining the yeah. podcast um, to watch and listen to and I also want to get a wide you know a, a range of people and that's what Boston is. You get the, someone like Uncle Ben who we just talked about and then you have students walking by that are practicing to be doctors nurses. Right. Uh, you have real doctors and nurses walking out of their job. I've met attorneys. I've met people in business. So it's all types of people that are coming through that I just happen to get five or ten minutes with to talk to, which is what makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. The People of Boston is the name of the podcast. Check it out on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Or So you probably don't even realize it. It's Once you get into those major platforms, it's it's everywhere. People just find it, okay? He's he's about what you about six episodes in? Uh, Yes, a five five episodes. And I recently I I started off doing it just alone, just doing the introing the clips on my own. And one thing I decided I figured out is I'm not a one man show in that way. I need someone else to bounce stuff off. So we do have a co host whose name is Joe, Mm. and he's also my roommate friend from college. So that natural kind of where'd you guys go to school? We went to Stonehill. Okay, Stonehill. Yeah, sure. right outside. Yeah, yeah. You need you need a, the the solo thing is very hard to do. Yeah, I I don't I don't recommend it to anyone who's starting out as a podcast. I mean, the man on the street interview stuff. That's fine. Like you, yeah. you're like you're not alone there. But when you're trying to do the intro and stuff, so that's so you talk somebody else into this project. So good for you. Yeah, I was able to convince <laughs> Joe to come on this crazy journey of the podcast with me, and it's it's been a lot of fun having him there to joke with and bounce ideas off of and and whatnot cool a little bit later we're going to play with matt a round of good stuff where matt and i will both recommend something good that you the listening public should uh take notice of but before we do that we're going to play a round of wicked smart this guy claims to be a boston podcast dude like me (laughs) so he will be put to the test in an episode of wicked smart Smart. all right let's do it my boy's wicked smart Matt, before we started recording, you confessed to me you were not actually born in the greater Boston area. Yeah, so it's something that I hope I don't get doxxed for, <laughs> but I am from Connecticut. That's where I grew okay. up, and I, with school and, and living here, I've been here for about seven years mm. um, in, All right. well, in, in the Boston area. Well, Connecticut just aspires to be 
Boston, I guess, depending upon what kind of, what part of Connecticut you live in. But anyway, we do have an edition of Wicked, Wicked Smart based on Boston terms, terminology, stuff about Boston. Just do your best, Matt. Okay. I will. Use the word wicked in a sentence. That was a wicked good shit. I don't Can I swear? <laughs> no. Get out of my studio. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Go ahead. It was that was a wicked good shit. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. you went right for the, the bathroom humor. Okay. That's all right. What does uh, MBTA stand for? Ooh. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. I yes. can't even say Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Boston. <laughs> I get a lot of people on that one. The mass. Bay Transportation Mass Authority. Bay. Can you name the four colors of the T? Oh, yeah. That's orange, green, red, and blue. Very good. Okay. You've acquitted yourself nicely. There. All right. Where, where do you go to get a cannoli? Mike's Pastries. Very good. Okay. Some people say Bovis, but Mike's pay, you can't beat Mike's. Can't beat Mike's. What do Bostonians call a liquor store? Packy? That's right. we got to get That's to the pack and packy before it closes. I love Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fitzy, last time we went to that pack, it was fucking terrible. Okay, what were the two bridges that take you to Cape Cod? I should know this because I dated a girl that lived in Cape Cod. Um, she might be listening, Matt. Uh, th- there's the I I. Oh, that wasn't loud enough. Yeah, thank you for making. You got water. two. There are only two <laughs> freaking bridges, Matt. There's the fucking Sagamore and the fucking Bourne. Sagamore, that's the one I would always you, take. You just take four ninety five to a Yui, Take twenty four south. Go over the Bourne fucking bridge. What do Jimmy's go on? Jimmy's go on your Johnson? <laughs> no. All right. See, this is that now. Now I'm coaching you up on Boston stuff. Okay. In Bo- in Boston, that you know, do, do you know what a frap is? Don't worry. I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm, this isn't supposed to be ambush uh, podcasting. A, f- here, a frap. Uh, yeah. This isn't like a type of coffee. No. Oh my God. What is going? Get on? out of my studio. <laughs> All right. It's a good thing you're here. <laughs> Pull up a chair. We're going to educate you on this. A frap is a milkshake with ice cream in it. Oh, okay. Now a now so you might ask, well, then what's what's a shake and a, mm-hmm. a, an ice cream shake? Wait, there's another name for it. I mean, there's ice cream soda. Uh, anyway, the frap indicates that there is ice cream within the the concoction, and friendlies you get a fribble. Yes, like, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> yeah, Sully, get me a. Uh, a fucking strawberry fribble. I'm <laughs> wicked thirsty. All right, so, the, and then Jimmy's, though, are the chocolate ice cream sprinkles. Oh, that's right. right. So you that's get, right. You want Jimmy's on that? Yeah, I want Jimmy's on that. Yeah, a, a Jimmy I, can also be a condom, so I guess we should give you points for that. <laughs> Let's see. I was going to ask you how to pronounce uh, these towns, but I'm sure you get how to pronounce uh, G-L-O-U-C-E-S-T-E-R. That Gloucester. Gloucester, a town up on the North Shore. Wicked far up there on the North Shore. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read you a a uh, stripped-down description of a film. I forget what they call this, but it's, it always cracks me up. It's like a boring description of a film. Okay. And you have to tell me what Boston movie this describes. Okay? Perfect. Okay. You're a movie guy, right? Matt? Yes, yeah. Okay, we, we shared that we have that in common. Okay, so here, number one, uh, a genius who works as a janitor turned down, turns down a lucrative job offer and heads down the road in a shitty car. I'm going to have to go with Goodwill Hunting. That's right. Very good. Great movie. All right, yeah, absolutely. Pro- probably the best Boston movie for my, for my money. Mm-hmm. One cop is actually in the Irish mob. One member of the mob is actually a cop. At the end, everyone is dead except Marky Mark. 
Gonna go with The Departed. That's right. Very good. The Departed. Wicked good fucking Boston movie. Mikey <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mikey Mike got nominated for an Oscar. A lot of people don't know that. All right. Idiot, phony Red Sox fan decides to give up his season tickets for Drew Barrymore. You probably remember the movie and probably forget what it's called because it sucked. I'm gonna go. I don't know, but I'm thinking Ben Affleck. No. <laughs> it was Jimmy Fallon. It was his one movie role, and it was called Fever Pitch. Okay. And you actually get points for not knowing that one because it sucks. <laughs> Good. Well done. Journalists win the Pulitzer Prize after discovering that almost every priest in Boston is a pervert. Oh, that's the spotlight. Spotlight is correct. Very good. And finally, bank robbers from Southie try to rip off Fenway Park, and they all die except Affleck. The town. The, t- the town. Great movie. Back on Netflix, yeah. too, yeah. which is great. Oh, is it? Oh, good. Very re- rewatchable. The guy who wrote the book that that was based on, Prince of Thieves, is a guy named Chuck Hogan, who's from my hometown of Sharon and uh, has been on this podcast. So, awesome. shout out, Chuck. When are you going to write something new, Chuck? No, I'm just kidding. He's... <laughs> He's been busy. All right. Well, I think you've acquitted yourself well in uh, Wicked Smart. Huh? Thank you. Yes. Congratulations. We will, as promised, do a quick round of good stuff before we depart. Or should I say, before we depart, before we get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Um, before we do that, I'll take just a minute to remind you what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. Pod617.com is where you go to get started if you want your own podcast. Would you like to be the next big podcast star? Podcasting is a great way to connect with your audience, whether it be your friends, your network, your professional colleagues, your guests, your clients will be amazed as they're invited on your show to enjoy our radio quality equipment here at Pod 617. We can do it here in our Westwood studios or we can do it remotely from your home. Very COVID safe. Plenty of people doing podcasts from their home any place in the country. We'll produce the whole thing for you from start to finish. Go to pod617.com to get started. Pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network in pod we trust. All right, let's do good stuff. Oh, that's the good stuff. All right. A little early in the morning for the B-52s, but what the hell. All right, Matt, do you have something to share with our audience as to what they should be consuming, listening to, or watching, or whatever? Yes, sure. So I just started, I actually finished the whole show. It's a, mm-hmm. on Hulu, it's a one of those limited series mm-hmm. shows, and it's called 112263. Oh, yes. With yep. James Franco. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think that got... Uh, passed over a lot because James Franco got canceled because yeah. yeah and and it's it's too bad yeah tell 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 the folks basically what that's about sure so i mean and James Franco isn't even in my opinion like the best actor or whatever but it was a great p- plot and premise which was that there's a, a way to time travel and the whole idea is a, a period the whole show is a period piece that takes place in the 60s James Franco goes back in time and his objective is to stop the assassination of JFK mm-hmm. with the thought and, you know, the idea that by doing that, the future would be better. Right. That's the, the, the plot of that of that show. It's it's a really quick binge if people are into binging. And yeah. it, it was really every episode ends on a cliffhanger, keeps you keeps you op- occupied there. I'll play a little bit of the trailer for eleven twenty two sixty three here. I'm going to tell you something. It's going to seem crazy. I need you to go in this closet, take a look around, then I'll tell you everything. It's the great Chris Cooper, Mm -hmm. co-star of James Franco. I met Chris Cooper once. Nice guy. 
1960. I need you to go back there to prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy. J.J. Abrams, that nice uh, credentials there, and Stephen King wrote this a version of this actually at one point, I guess. You shouldn't be here. Yes, I had my life. This is terrible podcasting. Because there's no dialogue. All right. We'll give it one more shot. You'll figure out the rest when you get there. Yeah, so I, 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 I love watching movies, shows that take place in like 60s, 70s, 80s. I, I, I'm always just drawn to those. I think they do a good job of making everything look, all the cars, the old cars, the old... Yeah, there's a scene in this show where he comes back and he's telling his friend about what it's like to be in 1960. And he says stuff like... Everything is different. He goes, the food is so much better. And it, it made me wonder if that's true. But what he was getting at, I guess, was everything's fresh. Like, there weren't a lot of, like, preservatives put in food. Exactly. And no, no microwaves. GMOs and, and all that exactly, stuff. Exactly, yeah. So I, I enjoyed this as well. Now, are, are you – did you uh, – a fan of the film JFK? I, actually, I, I didn't see that. Okay, you should – Okay, so there, there's your next homework. Write that yeah. down, man. I'm just kidding. You have to write that. JFK uh, starring Kevin Costner is Oliver Stone's whole conspiracy theory laid bare. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting, and it takes you back. This one is obviously, I guess you'd call it a fantasy, a mm-hmm. time machine thing. But it's it's both. It's the period piece. It's He steps back into this time portal. And uh, I, that's a great recommendation. On Hulu, uh, I... I've seen it. It's worth it's worth seeing, and I think a lot of people haven't heard of it again mm-hmm. because at this point I forget what James Franco did. He did some bad stuff. He, <laughs> He's anyway. done too much, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So I'll recommend one that you will enjoy, Matt, as well. This this is just hit Netflix within the last couple weeks. Awesome. It's called Archive Eighty One, and it t- it takes place because. Every show has to have time shifting now. It's like a federal law. You have to have time shifting in your in your fiction. And so this one shifts back and forth between 19 early 90s or something okay. and present day. And the premise is that this young man is hired because he's an expert at restoring damaged videotape and this a bunch of videotape was discovered at the site of a fire and the fire which happened in new york city building i guess everybody died so this kid gets to go back and he's he's kind of piecing together what happened in the fire anyway i'm not doing it justice let's just listen to a little bit of the trailer for archive 81 on netflix we're looking for an artist someone who can restore a recently acquired collection of damaged videotapes well what kind of damage fire damage there's just one hitch, because the materials are so fragile, they can't be moved. So you'd be doing the work at our remote research facility. Hmm. Creating this archive, putting this puzzle together, well, it would mean the world to everyone who lost someone in that fire. To where you have to catch up with them as you're going. You're like learning more and more as you go. They're fun to watch. Exactly. So, and you've put your finger on it. What what happens is at first he sees that that woman talking in 1994. She's interviewing people in this apartment building. Everything seems fine. Mm-hmm. But shocker, 
things go horribly awry. In other, yeah. in other words, he, he sees something on the tape that is very disturbing, and he freaks out. And I'm only through like two and a half episodes of it, but it's pretty excellent. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty great. And it's one of these where the mystery unfolds um, slowly, and you start to realize, like, oh, my God, that's the same guy from the scene where this and that. And Anyway, yeah. so Archive... 84. 81, I think, right? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> I, well, I got the luxury of looking at it. so <laughs> I, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not facing the screen. I had to buzz <laughs> myself out for that one. Yes. So please, Matt, if you have a chance to watch that as well, and then we'll discuss afterwards. We'll have you back uh, on the pod at some point. Yeah. So have we left out anything? If, if people see you around, they're going to see you around the Kenmore area, perhaps, or other places interviewing people on the street? Yeah, so I usually stay in the Ken- Fenway, Kenmore area. I do want to start going out to maybe the North End, Southie, and kind of expand the the places that I'm going to to interview people. And one thing that I'd also like to tell you and the mm-hmm. listeners is that sure. I'm going to start doing some type of, I'm going to maybe call it a college war, mm. where I'm going to go to colleges um, in the Boston area and ask, like, are you smarter than a fifth grade type questions? Oh. And kind of see which schools are smarter. Is it okay. BC, BU, Northeastern? Who, you know, out of the people I talk to, who answers the most questions correctly? And then, yeah, so that's one thing that I'm also excited to, to start up and, and get going on that. But I uh, love it. I love it. Where do people uh, email feedback? Because I know you have an email address for the show, right? Yeah, so I have my email address is poboston at gmail.com. So poboston at gmail.com. And how about you, the the social handles? Yeah, social handles are the people of Boston is basically how you can find us on anything, cool. and if you DM or message us there, we'll be sure to answer. If you if you want your question to be asked, send it over there as well. Anything like that. Awesome, the people of Boston, Matt Lawler. I hope you enjoyed yourself today. Yes, it was great. Thanks, Dave. All right. If you want your own podcast, kids, as I've said ad nauseum on this episode, go to pod six one seven to get started. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Actually, you know what? You don't subscribe anymore. You follow. Did you know that, Matt? <laughs> no. Just I follow us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and on behalf of Matt Lawler and the People of Boston Podcast, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a great day, everybody. Have a great day, everybody.